What do you want? You're locked on to The Big Show, presented by Big O' Tires. Just doing it big, you know? Stop by your locally owned Big O' Tires for no credit needed financing. Big O' Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Happy Friday. I'm not Jake Scott. I'm not Gordon Monson. Uh, neither guy is here right now. Jake, uh, I wasn't expecting. Gordon, I was. And to be fair, Gordon has called me twice, but I was doing other things when he called. You can use your imagination. And then when I called him back, he sent me to voicemail. So I don't know where Gordon is. Hopefully everything is well and dandy and he'll be up here post haste. Eric Jensen producing Behind the Glass today. We've got a great show leading up to what should be, albeit without uh, some key guys on either side, it should be a good game tonight between the Utah Jazz and the Denver Nuggets. We'll give you an updated injury report as yesterday the Jazz announced that Udoka Azabuki would be probable for tonight's game. We'll see if there's an update on that. Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley will both miss another game tonight as the Jazz host the Nuggets. And, of course, Jamal Murray out for Denver. P.J. Dozier with an adductor problem and a couple other guys for Denver. But it is the big show brought to you by Big O Tires. Make sure you check out your locally owned Big O Tires. Uh, they've, they've got all the tires that you need for the best prices, and they know the auto repair can be an unexpected, unexpected expense. And so they offer no credit needed financing with pay-nothing-today options Big O Tires, the team you trust. Good news. Good news is that uh, Gordon's here, and I missed a few calls from him, so I'm sure he had an excused reason for – I mean, we did start at 159. I'm just saying, you know, can't can't get uh, – we didn't have sounds of the week this week. Sort of counting on that. Well, I didn't produce this week, ah. so they didn't get produced. Well, they, so, let, they let me in. Finally. Was that the problem? Yeah. <laughs> You've yeah, been in I'm, twice this week already. I'm suspicious. Of? They're suspicious of me. Oh, I got you. Gotcha. I'm a suspicious looking character. Did you not take care of the app? I thought I did, but then there was a snafu <laughs> about... How do you spell hey, snafu? S-N-A-F-U. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Okay. I'm, I'm sick. How are you from the waist down? <laughs> anyway, I hustle up here. And uh, yeah, we're gonna have to get a problem taken care of. That's all. Uh, are they? Are we gonna have like marshals swinging in off the roof through the glass behind you to remove you? 
Oh, okay. All right. It's just some people don't know who I am. That's that's been that's happened a time or two in your life. Uh, <laughs> you you I had a a friend from junior high and high school who witnessed a time when you kind of went don't you know Not who true. I am? I have never said those words. <laughs> you did ask for a manager. Did I go, Karen? Yeah. Remember, you were trying to get in at the Huntsman Center. Oh yeah. And you, First well, of all, you, you Tokyo drifted into the, the, the fire <laughs> lane and threw the keys and said, keep it running. There was no one there, but you're just used to doing that. And then you walk up to, and there was, in your words, some uneducated no, youth I didn't say behind that. the counter Did that, really? that didn't know who you were. And so you said, get me your manager. They'll know well, who I, I am. I didn't say get me your manager because you're, you, uh, I disagree with what you're saying. It was more like, okay, that guy will will be able to handle. You're this. too young to know me. <laughs> no, that wasn't. I don't even remember what. I'll it have was, your job it, by the end of the hour. Uh, I would never say that to anyone, nor would I have that kind of authority. So, you know. uh, that's unbelievable. All right, well, it is uh, Friday, and we've missed this since the last time we did this. Gordon was April the sixteenth. Oh. We haven't had a Gordon's list in several weeks. It's been a while. And uh, I'm not saying we missed it, but no, I'm just kidding. We have missed it dearly. It's time. Eric, why don't you launch uh, Gordon's list for us? And now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know, we're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's List. Has anyone ever really tried to put lipstick on a pig? You smell good. I've never messed with a cattle prod. How are you from the waist down? Too heavy, too rich, too thick, too too, too yucky. Sorry. I was just reliving a bad experience. Don't you know who I am? Gordon's List presented... By Tim Daly Nissan Murray, home of the auto warranty that doesn't quit. It's endless. It's perpetual. It's, well, forever. Tim Daly Nissan Murray. Where would you like to start today, Gordon? Well, I got a bunch of jazz stuff on here, so why don't we just go ahead and start there? Okay, the, right U- the Utah jazz or like B.B. Uh, King jazz? What are we thinking here? Count Basie? Utah jazz. Okay, got it. I think. <laughs> Last time I checked. All right. Anyway. Yeah, the Jazz, uh, I was noticing that the Jazz now are the favorite to win the West uh, as the number one seed. According in, in to? the regular season. According to the Wizards in Vegas. Oh, okay. The, the, the betting odds. Okay. Apparently, even without Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley. Because those folks down there usually are pretty well uh, informed about what's going on. And, uh, you know, I don't know when Donovan and Mike are going to be back. Who, who does know? What are the odds at? Okay. Who do you think is number one? You just said oh, the Jazz. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, sorry. Okay. There are two different things here. Ah. The Jazz are number one to win the regular season now. Ah. Who is the favorite to win the West in the playoffs? Today? Yep. Uh, the L.A. Clippers. Nope. Wow. The Phoenix Suns. The Utah Jazz. Nope. No, the Lakers? The Lakers are the favorite. Yeah, this is why it's not a prediction. It's and just a betting tool. Second is the Clippers. 
And then third is the Jazz. All right. Okay. Ugh, people are the worst. I agree. To win the playoffs out of the West. All right. So, so, so the, the Jazz, Jazz have the third best odds to in the represent. Okay. And, and, no, no, go to the NBA Finals. To represent the West, yeah. Right. The Jazz are the fourth favorite to win an NBA title. Those two teams I already mentioned are second and third. Who do you think is number one? Brooklyn, probably. Brooklyn is yeah. number one. Two to one. Lakers are four to one. Clippers, six to one. The Jazz, seven to one. Okay. Um, they're wrong, but that's fine. The Jazz are ahead of Milwaukee, nine to one. Philly, 11 to one. And Phoenix, 12 to one. No love for the Suns down guess, there by the not. Vegas Wizards. Yeah. Hmm. So if you were a betting man, how far would you bet the Jazz to go in these playoffs? We just had a big old training, so I have to couch this with we are not allowed <laughs> to bet. We're not allowed to even look at a casino as employees of an NBA team. So believe me, and I'm the guy that only gambled once when I was a youngster. Went into the casino when I was like 22, put down $5, said, hit me, busted, got up and left, and I've never looked back. So that all being said, if if I weren't me working for an NBA team, I would have— And if you were a betting man, which, and if, which you're not. Yes, uh, true. I would I would put some coin on the Jazz. Why not? Seven to one? Those are some—and and it's not like—so they're seven to one to win the whole thing, which is fourth yes. best. right. So put some money on that. I would obviously then put even more money for them to win the West. Okay, so let me ask the question a different way. Okay. It absolves you of all your concern. Okay. How far? It's not my you, concern. How, it's Adam Silver's. How far do you think the Jazz will go in these playoffs? Today, right now? Well, just, no, I'm looking ahead to the playoffs. Well, because today, right now, I'm actually really, really concerned for the, the L.A. Lakers. I don't, I don't think that they have a chance to get all the way right before things get going here. It seems discombobulated down there, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, it's a mess. I mean, LeBron said he came back. Didn't He said, I don't want to say I came back too early, but I kind of came back too early. <laughs> then Frank Vogel yesterday said, no, he's not missing for medical problems. Right? He's missing for personal. He's just not here. So what? I don't know what the heck's going yeah, on there. I, I, don't, I don't know either. Um, so I do not trust the Lakers. The Clippers, uh, I think, have proven about just as much of the Jazz as the Jazz have proven in the uh, march towards an NBA championship. So if you're going to tell me that the Jazz haven't done it, have never proved it, then I'd say the same thing about the Clippers. And if the Lakers aren't going to be there, I think it's one of those two teams, the, La- the Clippers or the Jazz. And as I look down the roster – Yes, the Clippers have the incredible talent of Kawhi Leonard. Who knows what Paul George, maybe he'll shake his playoff ghosts of of yesteryear. But as a team, healthy, I think the Jazz are a better team than the Clippers. I would go with the Jazz. All right. And that's not coming from a position of uh, being here in Salt Lake City. Well, you know, this is where I think you and I are different people is I don't think, at least it's not the case for me, it's impossible to be in Salt Lake City, work for the Jazz in this building, and not have some kind of bias. Everything in your world that you see more often or hear more often creates bias in your mind, whether conscious or subconscious. So I'm not absolving myself of any quote-unquote bias uh, uh, in favor of the Jazz. And against other teams, but I I think that that's a 
fairly objective viewpoint of mine right now that the Jazz could win. Okay, so why can't you why can't you separate that? Well, I'm telling what I said. Everything that you see in your life every day, either consciously or subconsciously, impacts your opinions and your beliefs. Oh, uh, not when it comes to predicting about a freaking sports team. Yeah, because well, let me let me put it a different way. You know more about the Utah Jazz than the other 29 teams in the NBA. But that's you not say? necessarily a good thing. What do you What do you mean? Well, you see their weaknesses too. Okay, but you do know more and have heard more and have talked more about one team in the NBA than the other 29. Yeah, but that doesn't need to sway you in, a, in, a, in and, a, either and, a positive And this is where we're negative. different is I think psychologically, I think there are biases, oh, negative man. or positive, no. in either, Austin, everyone's you got to train yourself not to do that. I, I just, to deny science? I mean, I've been doing this for 28 years. Yeah. I'm not biased. In a negative way or well, positive? No. Ever? No, I can't think of a time. Ever. So you don't have any any emotions ever about anything you talk about or write about. I, I like the people that I associate with who are connected to the Utah Jazz, but I don't root for them. Don't you know who I am? I don't I don't I don't I don't look for only the positive in the Utah Jazz. Fans do that, but I've always considered that not that's not my job. To, to look for just the positive? I'm yeah. not accusing you of that. No, I'm not saying you are, but I, I that's part of being biased. And and so I, I look at it as uh, as a responsibility I have, uh, and, and I wish everybody on the station was this way, and I don't know if they are or they aren't, but, and PK and I have gone back and forth on this uh, quite a bit. Uh, there, there is no need for me to be a fan of the Utah Jazz because I work for this See, radio we're, we're talking about two different things, Gordon. What? We're absolutely talking about two different things. I'm not talking about being a fan of the Jazz or a hater of the Jazz. Well, then what, what, I'm what talking, bias are you speaking of? I'm talking mostly of subconscious bias. I'm talking of saturation of the Jazz, saturation of the Utes, saturation of the Cougars, of the Aggies, of the Bees even. These are the teams we are the most versed in. And you you made a good point. It could be a negative versing. You may know more weaknesses and negatives about the Jazz than the other 29 teams, too. That's well, part well, of the job. Well, I know what my eyes tell me when I study these things, and I'm not going to allow that to, to sway my opinion. If you ask me right now, will the Jazz win the West, I'm not going to sit here and go, okay, you know, I really like Quinn Snyder, I really like, uh, or I know more about uh, Donovan Mitchell so that's going to uh, infect my my opinion. That would somehow. be conscious. I'm talking oh, subconscious. Okay, so how? Do, okay, uh, Doctor Freud. Influence. How? How? Does you don't that think that your your environment influences you at all? Not as far as predicting. You, then the you are a robot, because it's impossible for your subconscious to be controlled by your conscious. That's impossible. Well, I I don't think my subconscious comes into play. Okay, I'll give you an example. Five years ago. Or maybe three years ago, whichever number you want to choose there. I think everyone in this market understood Rudy Gobert was maybe the most impactful player in the NBA. Yeah, but people outside the market, some did too. But the majority did not. That doesn't matter. And still, there's still there was a, an MVP list today by some national guy. And Rudy Gobert nor Donovan Mitchell were in the top ten. Yeah, but we talked about that already. I mean, Rudy Gobert is not an offensive player, and that's what most voters would look at in order to determine that. Because that they has, hear about that but, more. But that has nothing to do with proximity. I think it absolutely I don't does. Think, well, it, it might with some people's minds, but it, if I were a voter, it wouldn't. Because I don't think it's a coincidence that Chris Mannix has come on this show every Monday for the last nine years. Well, I guess eight years. 
and and now is suddenly all on board with Rudy Gobert. I'm not saying it's all based on the fact that he's associated with this with uh, this show, but I think it absolutely put into his conscious and subconscious viewpoint the Utah Jazz, Rudy Gobert, and he watched more, read more, learned more, and other people out there haven't. I don't agree with that. Because no, Chris, we'll have to agree to disagree. Chris, Chris Mannix is on other shows, too. He is. So does he, is he biased toward the other uh, markets that, he's in, that he appears on shows? I would say that subconsciously he has biases and prejudices. And you, can't yes. let that, you can't let that affect you. You can't. It's, it's, in my opinion. I have blood. In, I'm a in, human. In, yeah, I know. But that's not, that's, we're not humans. We're animals in here. <laughs> One of us is. <laughs> No, you you are in denial. You, you, I am not in denial. Yes, and the are. fact that you say I'm in denial really pisses me off. Why? Because, because I'm not in denial. I look at it. You're, ta- I, I, you're thinking I, of I, fans. I look, I look at I'm it. I'm not talking no, of fans. No, I'm talking about me. I look at it. I observe it. And then I judge it. I don't allow myself. I really have a lot of respect for Quinn Snyder. I like the man. I like the man. When's the but, last but time I, you wrote a negative thing about Quinn I'm not, Snyder? I'm not going to sit here. Well, give me something negative to write about. Have you written something negative about I, him? I'm sure I have at some point. When? I don't know. I, I can. It would I, jump out in your mind, wouldn't it? I can't think of a time when I when I even thought had that thought. But if I did, I would. Okay. Well, then I'll have to be proven wrong at some point. Well, what is that? no, it's in it's what's in your mind. And the reason I'm so passionate about this is I get tired. You can of, get pissed off about I, something that doesn't matter get, if you I, want to. I get tired. It does matter. It That's doesn't what, matter. It, it does matter. I'm talking science. No, I'm and t- you're talking it, fans. No, yeah, but your your mind can control. Your mind can control the way you view things. So you don't believe in subliminal messaging. Well, there. Well, look. If someone can use all the subliminal advertising they want, that mean I'm going to buy their product. So you don't think you've ever bought a product that was subliminally well, advertised you, to you? When you put it in extremes, like have you ever done something, I'm sure maybe at some point well, something like that. Well, that's what like I'm talking doesn't. about. No, is it no, impacts no, your no, life. No, this is different because what you're, sa- what you're saying and what you're admitting to is that every day you come into this studio, you ha- already have s- your subconscious is in a condition where you allow yourself to be swayed you because it's here. See, that's where you are. You're yelling, you're yelling past me not, on this no. one important point. Okay. What is that? So stop yelling past me on the one important point. I'm not allowing or disallowing. You cannot control subconscious. I don't. Think, you cannot. I, I don't think subconscious controls me. Right, but it can influence. It doesn't. Not in this regard. Because look, so when I got in this business 40 years ago, I t- I made a decision that I will not allow myself to be swayed by relationships, by familiarity. By nothing. I cannot allow that to happen. And maybe that makes me weird because I hear at times other people in this market who are subliminally and maybe even consciously there, they are swayed. I, I do not want to allow myself to do that. And I've made a conscious effort not to do it for 40 years. That's why when BYU fans claim I'm a Ute and Utah <laughs> fans claim I'm a Cougar. Those are fans. It's, it's, I know, but I'm not, I do not allow myself to fall to that. And I won't. I mean, I might like somebody, but that doesn't mean I'm going to predict them to win the West. Right. But when I say the Jazz are going to win the West, the look in your eyes is, well, do you really believe that? No, or is that because you're here? You I, even voiced that I today. Asked that, well, I mean, Austin, you have given indications at times that you get emotional about the jazz. Why wouldn't I? Be- because it's outside your job. Who says that? Me. Are you my boss? 
Did you hire me? Did you tell me how I was going to be on the sports radio uh, uh, world? Well, I, I no just, one has I, ever told me you can't be emotional. Well, no okay. one has ever told as me long, that you have long, to pick a side. As, as long as you don't allow yourself to be swayed by things because of familiarity. And I'm telling you that as a human being, you have been swayed at some point in your life about something. And again, it might be the again, jazz. That's, again, it might be Coca Cola. But you have been. You're using an extreme example. I am. I do not allow myself to be swayed uh, by because I live in Salt Lake City to favor the jazz. I, I I've never done that. I didn't say I that. Never, but uh, whatever you're saying, I disagree with. I'm saying because that I will not allow myself, and I don't think anybody in our position should allow themselves to be swayed this way. You know, I, I, I just, I don't. You can't allow or disallow. We're yelling about different things. You cannot control subconscious. Well, you cannot control it. Yes, apparently I can. You can't. I can't. It's physically, scientifically impossible. Well, my subconscious has never come into play when I sit down in front of my computer and start writing, or when I'm talking in front of this microphone. You've never had any negative impact or positive impact on any story you've ever well, written again, I'm not, that was from I personal experience. I can't say never. But the fact that I live in Salt Lake City has never swayed me about my opinion about sports. Then, okay. Well, I know that's not right. What? Because, you, because and we have fun with this, and you do it in a fun, entertaining manner. What? But the whole uh, uh, Hooterville, that's a funny thing. That has influenced your life because it, it, it came no. from a TV show. No, it was be, it, it, it was a joke from the beginning. Right, but that, that influenced that people, you. No, what influenced me was the fact that people in Los Angeles think that about smaller market teams. Why do they think that? I don't know. I can't because answer that. Because they've been subconsciously influenced. Oh, I, look, and I'm consciously okay. influenced. I don't know about that. I, but that has nothing to do with the way I think. Then you would be the one human ever made or created that is not influenced by subconscious. You keep saying you never did this. You have you ever done that? Look, as a matter of professionalism, the way I attack this job is to be as objective as I possibly can, and I think I've accomplished that. And believe me, I got the scars to prove it to you through speaking my mind, whether it's popular or not, whether it has anything to do with favoring local teams or not. I do not allow myself to go there. And, the, and it's my opinion. It's my opinion that no one who has our job should allow that to happen. I hear too much fandom in what I hear. You can't allow or disallow. That's where we're wrong. Well, that's where you're wrong. And where I'm wrong is apparently you got this idea that I'm accusing you of being biased in everything you write and say. And that's not what I'm well, telling I'm, you. I'm, but, but I'm look, saying that it's impossible to not have it leak in here and there. I, I just, uh, you and I will have to agree to disagree. You said I'm wrong. I think you're wrong on that issue. It's science, man. It's not, not, not you when, keep not, saying not the when, word allow. Not, not when it comes to opinion. You keep about, saying the word allow, Gordon. Like I can allow or disallow opinion. You can You can you, stop no, that. You yes, cannot you can. change. You, you can stop the fact that you grew up a jazz fan here in Utah. You can stop that. And why am I not stopping that? I don't know. In what way am I not stopping that? Uh, I, are you stopping it? I'm asking you. What? Am I or am I not stopping that? I think you favor the jazz. And I think that you negatively impact the jazz in your mind. Uh, How does that feel? Well, I mean. That's an attack of your credibility after you just attacked my credibility. Okay, we'll attack each other's credibility. We can do that if you'd like, uh, uh, but I'm talking science. Uh, what, science what says that you what, cannot control the subconscious. You uh, can't. 
Well, there's there's, there's nothing you can you, you do can, about you keep that. Saying that, but what I'm saying to you is that that I do not allow that to enter into my opinion about how good a team is. I, I do not. You can say you can't allow it, but I can allow it because I've done it for 40 years. And I believe 100 percent that you believe that. But I think that it has impacted you along your life, be it in sports, be it in personal decision, be it in things that matter and don't matter. I think that it does influence. Uh, you're, 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 but I believe you're ta- you're ta- you believe you're ta- it has you're, not. You're, <laughs> that's pretty condescending. No, I, I don't mean it condescending. Uh, look, okay. I'm trying to back L- you up let's, there. Let's just agree to disagree on this because I think people who are in our position can control uh, not to be influenced by a local team. I've always believed that. I've gone about my business by doing it that way, and I will never capitulate. And, and you can say you can't control it. I can control it because I've done it for 40 years. And there's where we're yelling about the, di- the two different things. You're talking about absolutes, and I'm talking about fractions, uh, I, I, percentages. No, I, no it, just, it, doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Not in my life. So it's either re- left or right? It's straight down the middle. Is where it is. <laughs> it's not. Straight you went on a rant yesterday about the vaccine. That wasn't straight down well, the middle. One thing I do have an opinion on, and we can get to it, is the best jazz teams of all time. I have a column out right now, and and uh, Eric Walden and Andy Larson of the Tribune also came up with a with uh, a piece about this. Both are posted at sltrib.com if you want to look it up. Uh, either one. Our lists vary. They are different depending upon our. <laughs> well, I'll favor the Jazz in that in that poll for sure. Yeah, the Jazz. The best Jazz there, team of all time. Jazz yeah. team that did Do you have a list of the best? One. I don't know. Uh, I have Thunder uh, teams of all time. No. Uh, or is was, it just the that, Jazz? That was not my assignment. Why? Why, why not? Because I live. Because your Salt readers because, like the jazz. But that doesn't affect me. <laughs> you could have chosen to write write about uh, anybody not, else. Now you're full of a word I can't use. That's got nothing to do with anything. <laughs> I God, think that, I think that proves the more. point. No, it doesn't. Your 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 logic is totally screwed up here. But let's forget about that. We'll let's go through this list of the best. I don't want to forget about of it. All time. Well, I do because this isn't going to end well if we stay on this Ooh, track. Ooh, a threat! Not a threat. Just, just a no, warning. Don't, 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 don't keep uh, pricking at me on this. I just, I have five teams that I think are the best jazz teams of all time. That is my opinion. I'll tell you what they are coming up. All right. No more pricking here yeah. on the big show. Yeah. We'll be right back. No pricking on this show. <laughs> Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. I grind every day just so I can live a better life. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Have you ever noticed This is Band of the Day, brought to you by Live Nation. 
check them out. Get the latest uh, info on concerts and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Gordon, you suggested this band of the day. I believe the name of the band is Choir Boy. Yes, it and is. And I can't remember. You, you know somebody in this band. Or, somebody or... in this band is the son of friends of mine. Gotcha. But I didn't know about the existence of the band until they told me recently. And the second I heard their sound, I thought, I wonder if Austin is aware of this uh, this group because we've been doing the local band, uh, yeah. featuring them for how long now? Well, we actually had to give it up a little while ago because we had done like <laughs> we'd done like three hundred, uh, and uh, it, it was we were out. So, but the <laughs> local band Friday, we could bring that back if you'd like. Choir Boy, and we got this off uh, Bandcamp, so they've got they've got their own little website going. What part of the band is your friend's son in? Like, or what position? Do, what position does he play? Uh, what posi- is he left center? What is he? <laughs> I'm trying to remember now. I don't remember if it was guitar. What's or his drums. first name? Mike. Michael. Oh, okay, I think he's the lead guitarist. Is he? Yeah. Anyway, Choir Boy, check it out on SoundCloud. All right, let's continue with Gordon's list. All right, the, the, this list is part of uh, what I mentioned with my column, and uh, Eric uh, and Andy also compiled their list. You can check out both my column and their story at sltrib.com. Uh, see, I think they do vary a little bit. I'll have to double-check. But let me see if you agree with my list. And this is going to have to jog your memory a little bit because we're going back. And I do acknowledge that... Comparing teams from different generations is an inexact deal. I get that. But I watched these teams play, and this is my opinion, okay, Okay. on what I saw. See if you agree or disagree. At five, I have the 06-07 Jazz, which was the Carlos Boozer, Darren Williams, Mehmet Okur, Andre Kirilenko team that went to the Western Conference Finals. They beat the Rockets 4-3 in a brutal first-round series. You remember that game down in Houston? I was down there for that, and uh, and uh, Carlos Boozer played great in that game, and he helped win them that series. And then they went on and they ousted Golden State. You remember um, – oh, I'm forgetting his name now. Baron Davis? Yeah, Baron Davis with the beard and the whole thing. That's when he had that big dunk on Karolinko. Yes. But lost the game. And yeah. I remember <laughs> Don Nelson, <laughs> he was coaching the Warriors, and we went into their practice once, and he was outside smoking a stogie. <laughs> a cigar? Yeah, he was sitting at a, actually it was like a picnic table or something Just outside. Just in the middle of the day. And, uh, yeah, I think he was discussing strategy for the practice that day or one something. Of, what a guy. Or what had just happened, one or the other. Anyway, the Jazz uh, defeated the Warriors 4-1. And I'll tell you one thing about that series that taught me uh, that, that Warriors fans are – that building, Oracle Arena, was loud. It was loud. I don't, I don't know if it was it, – it was one of the few arenas I've heard that compares to this building when it's rocking and full <laughs> of people. Folk, yeah, yeah. Are they using it for anything here? You know, did they tear it down? No, I don't know. Sorry, I just yeah. said that in Europe. I just hate that they closed it. Oh. It was a cool arena. Yeah. Anyway, it was very loud in there. So the Jazz then went on to the Western Conference Finals. I think the Jazz have gone to the Western Conference a handful of times, and this was one of the times they did. They lost to the Spurs 4-1, to and the Spurs went on to sweep the Cavs, right. remember, in the finals. 
So that's my number five team. Any objections so far? The, no, no objection. Uh, I'm ashamed to say I hadn't. I wrote. I jotted down my five. I forgot about that team. So oh, I think that was an error on my end. Okay, number four, the 2021 Jazz. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this is recency bias. If you want to include I'm bias, not, we're not this, talking about that anymore. But it is. We got a text from a very lovely lady during the that segment, Gordon, and she's embarrassed. So we're going to move on. Oh. Anyway, okay, so uh, uh, is it a lovely lady? I should care what she thinks. <laughs> She's the probably the only person in the world that you really would do anything they tell you to do. <laughs> I never listened to her anyway. Yeah. So anyway, uh, okay, so the next one is this year's team. And this is weird because I included this Jazz team. They haven't done anything in the playoffs, and I judged everybody else by what they did in the playoffs. But if you're going to make a list like this, you got to have some connection to the here and now, right? So uh, I, I uh, base this on sort of the eye test and, and some numbers. Yeah. I mean, you and I have gone through some of the numbers on this team that prove that some of what they're doing is historical this year. But it's a beautiful team to watch as I've observed it. I don't know what they're going to do in the playoffs. That's why I wanted your opinion on that earlier. But I, I think this team has a chance uh, and we'll see how it goes from this point. They have the third uh, best defensive rating, the third best offensive rating, and they have the best net rating in the NBA. So there was a little bit of lean on this team because they could go out and lose in the first round of the playoffs. And if they do that, then they will drop uh, out of this rating, this ranking from now till kingdom come probably. Right. But if they win it, then they they will go top to the top of the list. Yeah. I mean, if they go through this postseason and play uh, at, at their peak, then then they have that as well. So anyway, I included them at four. Your thought? I think you're I think you're right to include them, Gordon, because you did say that you based you, obviously you based this on where all these other teams got to, what they did, what, and it wasn't just the playoffs; it was their regular season. And what the Jazz have done in this regular season is not only franchise historical, but NBA historical on some uh, categories. Well, so, from a standpoint of three-point shooting yeah. and some of the defensive prowess. Of and they're Gobert. number one in the league with those things. Yeah. So I think, they, I think they belong in the list right now. Okay. Yeah. Number three, the 95-96 Jazz. This team was less talked about than many of the other Stockton Malone Hornacek Jazz. Uh, they lost in the Western Conference Finals to the Sonics. Four, three. Otherwise, this would have been the first year they went to the NBA Finals. They lost that game seven. But before that, they beat Portland and then the Spurs leading to the series with the Sonics. And in the, I'll never forget this, Austin. In the seventh game of that series, Carl Malone, who had had a terrific year that year, he put up an effective field goal percentage of 36. 36. He hit 8 of 22 shots. He missed 6 of 12 free throws. And uh, what ended up being a four-point loss. So this was a case where the Jazz's main man could not bring them through. And Sean Kemp brought the Sonics through. Uh, That team should have gone to the NBA Finals. And it didn't. And, well, Carl was a great player, but he wasn't great in that game. So, And then the Bulls beat the Sonics, right? In yeah, the, they did. In the NBA they, Finals They that did year. beat them, yes. Number two, 
the 96-97 Jazz. Now, this is where it gets tricky because a lot of people, and I think, if, I'm not 100% sure, but I think Eric and, and uh, Andy may have put the 96-97 Jazz first. <laughs> I have them second. They had the best record in Jazz history, regular season, 64-18. and 18. They made it to the NBA Finals, just like the 97-98 Jazz team. It finished second in offensive rating, seventh in defensive rating, second overall, uh, and that bettered the 97-98 team as well. Uh, but it just seemed to me as I was watching this team play in the finals that it wasn't quite prepared for the onslaught of playing the Bulls. Um, although the win over the Rockets was Stockton's three-point shot that sent them to the NBA finals, maybe that's probably that is the most memorable shot in jazz history when you agree uh, yeah i think and so, probably yeah. the biggest win that they've had but call it my bias whatever but it's not it, in my opinion watching that team play they were better the following year your thought well i think my thought has to include what who you have at number 1 which i, I would assume is the following the year's 97, team 97 98 and before we get into why you have the number 1 the reason why I think this team belongs at number two is because you have that team at number one. I don't. I don't. There's really nothing else for me to say. So that you you've agree, already you said. agree with that? Yeah, our it, top three it, are the exact same. Okay. The weird thing about that final series against Chicago is, I went back and and researched it. The Jazz won the series if you took away the last thirty seconds of each game. Oh, that that's got to hurt some people listening <laughs> out there. They were ahead. Oh man! And they and, and well, that's Michael, what great Michael, players Michael do, Jordan, right? Yeah. You know, it's it's tough to do uh, to deal with. But Jazz fans are probably still dealing with that for for uh, for obvious reasons. Number one, ninety seven, ninety eight, Jazz. The numbers don't back it up, Austin, and maybe good sense doesn't either. That Jazz team had fewer wins, two fewer wins than the previous one. They were ranked seventeenth in defense. That's that's an anomaly. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. You don't see an NBA Finals team that low. I had forgotten that. I that's news to me actually. Yeah. But they were number one in offense. Well, that'll help. <laughs> they were number one in field goal percentage. They were number one in efficiency at the offensive end. John Stockton and Malone and Hornacek. That that team played the best basketball I've ever seen a Jazz team play because in the playoffs they got by the Rockets yeah. and that was a tight series. But then they played the Spurs and the Lakers, and they went eight and one over those two series. Yeah, and they swept the Lakers, and that Shaq was on that team. They swept the Lakers, and it was impressive. I've I've never seen a Jazz team play that well. It was, and some people think the fact that they won those two series by the count of eight to one hurt them because the Bulls, if you'll remember, they were fighting in the East. But the Pacers. And, and the team ended up sitting for a week and a half. The Jazz did? Yes. Oh, yeah. And some people think that that, that <laughs> some people think that rest uh, helps, and some people think uh, rust sets in instead. <laughs> I It seemed to me like the Jazz did lose some of their rhythm, and it, it might have had something to do with the fact that they were playing Chicago. <laughs> you know, I mean, that, that, that can have an adverse effect on the team. Uh, but uh, we remember what happened in that series. They won the first game in overtime. Then Malone went 0 for 4 in the second half in game two. Can you believe he only took four shots? Different world now. That, that's yeah. unbelievable. Um, <clears throat> they got blown out by 42 in game three. They shot 30% in that game. And they got killed on the boards 
by minus 12, and they suffered my bugaboo, a thing I really can't stand. The old turnover bug. 26. <laughs> 26 of them in that game. But uh, and, and, and so in game four, they lost. And so they were trailing three to one. And then in game five was one of the most remarkable games I've ever seen. Carl Malone. That was, I mean, you should have seen it back in Chicago. They had, they were boarding up windows. They had all the celebratory stuff ready. I think I saw someone with with a, with a gas can and maybe some matches or so. I don't know. That's <laughs> to bad, celebrate? That's a bad joke. <laughs> anyway, so uh, everybody was expecting the Bulls to win that game and Michael Jordan to close out his career right there on his home floor. And Carl Malone led that Jazz team back, and they won that game. It was a game they couldn't win, Austin, and they did, which was impressive. And then that set up, of course, game six. We all know what happened there. Jazz fans will probably uh, be upset to think about it, but uh, uh, the Jazz were ahead by one. Carmelone got the ball on the low block. Everything that you would expect to be good for the Jazz based on past experience. And Michael Jordan steals the ball, goes the length of the court, and we know what happened from that point on. And if the Jazz had won that game if, if Carmelone had scored or if Michael Jordan had missed that shot at the end then Scottie Pippen wouldn't have played in game seven he was hurt I, yeah. mean, I think it was his back if I'm remembering right so anyway uh so Pippen wouldn't have played which is to say that the Jazz I believe would have won a championship uh, and Stockton had that, a really good look at the buzzer in that game it, yeah that's that is true even after Jordan made the shot it rimmed out that, that could have gone in yeah. so that's as far as I'm concerned. The best as it, it, it has gotten for the Jazz to this point, that they're the one hope for Jazz fans would be that if the Jazz were somehow to win it all this year, then that team I think would go automatically to number one. I think they'd have to, right? Yeah. yeah that's Especially really... given how they've played all year long. What happens? What is your opinion if the Jazz were to accomplish what that Stockton and Malone team did? And they went to the NBA Finals and lost. Uh, I put them at three on the list. So this they, season would be three. So they accomplished similar things to the other two teams that went to the finals. However, uh, they they wouldn't be facing Michael Jordan in the final. That and also uh, in, in history could probably will make this the same. But as of today, those teams had two Hall of Famers in the starting lineup. That seems to help. Yeah. However, this Jazz team has three All-Stars. And I think they could have at least two Hall of Famers someday, yeah. but that's so that's so far down the road. Yeah, they got the, the point to this whole thing really is that the Jazz this year, this is really a warning to this year's Jazz team. That This they, piece you've written? Well, I mean, no, just the results oh, okay. of this. Because there have been great Jazz teams. I mean, if you <laughs> do you think a team can be great without winning at all? Yeah, I do. Um, on the precipice of being great, either way, wherever you fall in that argument, because, I mean, that's another argument, Austin, that's been going on amongst so-called sports experts since time began, and that was if a team – does a team – can a team have great players on it if they don't win at all? You know, and, Of course. And, Mike Trout's maybe the greatest ever. He's not going <laughs> to win anything. So That hurts. I know, I know. Yeah. But anyway, so the Jazz this year have an opportunity – 
and they've shown what they can do. And Joe Ingles has talked about this, and so has uh, Donovan and and uh, and Rudy, that they their full intention is to win it all, and that's what they have in their minds. And when I look around the league, I see great players. Basketball that's being played now is as good as it's ever been in the NBA, in my opinion. Again, that's my observation. But there still seems to be an opportunity for the Jazz this year. I think back then people were looking at the Jazz and going, yeah, you still got to beat Jordan, the greatest ever. You know, This year it seems like the Lakers are compromised, LeBron might be compromised. Maybe there's a path there for this team to find its way. Well, it comes out Sunday. It'll be in the paper Sunday, right? It's posted right now at sltrib.com. And it'll be in the print edition on on Sunday. Yeah. Just make sure you check out what Andy Larson and uh, Eric Walden have to say about their top five as well. We'll have more of the big show coming up next at 3 o'clock. NBA statistician Ron Beck. 4 o'clock, Howard Beck for the NBA Daily Assist. 5 o'clock, we're efforting a third Beck just so we can have the Beck trifecta. No, I'm just kidding. We'll hear from Jazz yeah. Uh, center as a excuse me you duck as a at five it is the big show this is the big show with gordon monson and jake scott presented by big o tires stop by your locally owned big o tires the team you trust this is 97.5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network network back i'm austin horton he's gordon monson eric jensen producing for us today behind the glass and uh we do have more of gordon's list to get to throughout the afternoon so stay tuned for that coming up next we have a guy named ron beck he's longtime nba and utah jazz statistician and gordon the reason i wanted to have ron on is he and his team were the official statisticians in the bubble in orlando they were there the whole time i didn't, I didn't even know that i didn't either he texted me earlier this week and i said that would be i think we could ask some pretty fascinating questions and get some great answers from him about that experience the guy the, the everyone involved with uh, that effort that i have met uh, is uh, just terrific with the jazz have you talked with uh, the whole stats crew at various times? Uh, I, don't, I haven't. I know I've spoken with Ron and uh, Chris, but uh, that's they're where all, it ends. They're, they're all good. Yeah. They're all good. Well, uh, excited to talk to Ron also. Uh, Gordon, before we break, though, it being a Friday, the movie zone aired last night. I wanted to ask you a question because this week at the movies, we have six new movies. One is a heist movie. Mm-hmm. One is a dramedy, a romantic, or, or excuse me, a, a dramatic comedy. Okay. One is like Billy Crystal is an old uh, entertainer, a writer, and he befriends a young Tiffany Haddish, and they have this relationship, but it's ne- it's not romantic, but it works. Mm-hmm. What is your if you if you had to go to the movies tonight and you had a list of all the genres and there was a movie in each genre, which genre would you choose? Wow. I, my favorite movies, well, 
Like, I, you're not I, a horror film guy, no, right? No, yeah. I'm not. My, my favorite movies are movies that have, um, that have some degree of impact as far as not necessarily the meaning of life, but <laughs> something that uh, makes you think, you know, about what's most important. I, I really enjoy those kinds of movies. Uh, however, sometimes I'm just in the mood to laugh. You yeah, know, yeah. Go to a comedy. A good comedy is pretty rare. <laughs> so if if you could if you could list me a, a a really good comedy, I think that's what I would pick. So if there was a comedy on the board, you would probably lean towards going to that movie if it were good. Well, you, you don't know if it's good or not. You're just you're there at the movies, and that's the genre. I'll I'll count on that genre more than it's any all, other I've genre. Thought it's better to be surprised than disappointed. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I would. Uh, I'd probably lean. You would lean, I think, then towards maybe this Billy Crystal one because it's also a comedy, mm -hmm. but it has that that uh, impact that you're looking for. But I don't have a comedy. If I were making a list of my fav five favorite films of all time, I don't think there's a comedy among them. Really? Yeah. But it's probably maybe, your favorite genre. Maybe it's not my favorite genre. I just like to laugh sometimes. Um, <laughs> you don't have Dumb and Dumber in your top no. five because I do. Do you really? Yeah, I do. <laughs> No, most of mine are pretty serious. <laughs> All right, let's go to break. Uh, Ron Beck on the other side, Howard Beck at four, Adoka Azabuki sound at five, and more of Gordon's list sprinkled throughout. This is The Big Show.